Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> I uh, I forgot <laughs> forgot that we hadn't started the show. Yeah, see, there's, there's some sweet spot between when we first see each other to when yep. we start the show. Yep. And that needs to be kind of that cold open. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm all right, man. It's been a busy morning. Like I was, I was texting you about like, hey, I'm going to be late, but I was really an hour early. You had your gene time zone thing going. And then you were like, I haven't even left the house yet. And I'm like, <laughs> so I was like, you told the- me I had time, man. I was like, you jerk. Let's go not- for an hour. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Gene, a couple of things. First of all, don't let me forget to thank our sponsor, Parallax, today. I almost forgot last time. And yeah. <clears throat> don't want to do that. Don't let me don't- forget to tell people to sign up to be part of the bureau community. Okay. Be a member. We've got this survey going out right now to everybody about what's the value of membership. And they said, we're not paying near enough. So I'm raising all the rates. So get in now. Triple dim rates. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm obviously, I'm obviously lifing wrong. You're doing something wrong. Gene, this may come as a shock to you, but we were kind of at the forefront of the web way back when. We were. A little, we're kind of. Long in the tooth, I think they like to say. Dull. I think a better term would be dull in the tooth, but whatever. What in the tooth? Dull. Oh, you know what I think would be a better term? What's that? I still have a few of my original teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Which ones, right? That is is a good... Can you guess? That is how that works. But the the new ones I got are long and sharp, so... Yes. Implants. Got those titanium implants. In the community recently, and this is really timely with the recent NFT crash. Yeah. We'll go figure. A lot of conversation on Web 3.0. Or Web 3, if you want to call it that. You I don't even know it. what it is. Here's really. the thing. Web 2 never had a Web 2.1. So I think we're just going, <laughs> we can just drop, this whole show is about dropping the decimal right. point. <laughs> right. If we get, we're signing a petition, we're going to get that going. Gene, how much do you know about Web three? Not a lot. I know that um, I know that it's not really here. Is it though? Uh, no. I don't know. See, this is the thing. It's kind of like when did Web, web two start before the browser supported it? <laughs> when did Web two start? I don't know. No, you don't. I think it had to be. It was right around when we started Engine. So I'm going to say somewhere between 2003 and 2005. So here's a question. You can't, a statement wrapped in a question. Um, (laughs) Or a question wrapped in a statement. So can you say Web 3.0 starts now, or is it a a function of years after it started saying this is when it started? So there are a few things, right? One, I think this is about a new chapter in the web, a new season in the web. We right. adopt that old software concept of, yeah. you know, iter- you know, 1.0, 2.0, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I remember, and I've shared this story, but I remember when we got that phone call at Engine and somebody said, hey, I need a web 2.0 website. What does that cost? Hmm. And I told them we were doing web 2.3 now. We didn't do web 2.0 anymore. 
but that we could do it for him. But there is, there's right. definitely an increase in the cost right. that they're done. Right, 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 right. And he was like, I don't care. Web 2.3, let's do it. And I was like, sir, somebody's going to take advantage of you. Yeah. <laughs> Web 2.0 is a concept, right? And I think that's the thing. It's, this is about a mind shift. It's about a concept. Um, and I will say, I am still way ignorant to it because we all are. There are people out there who are sharing what they think it is. And some people are more articulate and have bigger followings and this sort of thing. But I think the reality is, like, let's go all the way back to Web 1.0. Web 1.0. Right? Like 94, right? Or or maybe even earlier than that. Um, I think the first email got sent way before that. Yeah. Where we got the convention for using the the at symbol and that sort of stuff. But if we think back to Web 1.0, what was it about? It's about sharing information. Yeah. That's it, right? It's about I log in, I consume, right? It's it's very much just one way. It's read-only, right? That's the read-only version of the web. Fair and enough. And there was e-com. Yeah. It was catalogs. And yeah. you can see them online now and then make your phone call to order, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It wasn't about changing the world. It was about providing information to everybody but from very few sources, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and everybody called it the super highway because we were going to CompuServe or we were going mm. to AOL. We were going to these predecessors of what the web really became. Right, you had to go log in, literally. Yeah, you had to log in, right? And there were some bloggers, there were some things like that, but these were technically sophisticated people mm. because Web 1.0... The technology wasn't there for just anybody to jump in, right? So, so when I look at it, and, and I've been thinking about this because a conversation is going on in the Slack, like in the Bureau Slack, a conversation broke out that showed me my ignorance. I mean, right. I was just reading what they were saying and I was like, wait, 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 what? this is the stuff we laugh at and make fun of. Why are y'all <laughs> legitimizing it? I know. Oh, wait, am I laughing at it, making fun of it because I don't understand it and that's just right. easier? Right. Um, but anyway, so Web 1.0, I think, is that just content stream. You are, don't use the word stream. It's just you are absorbing content. It's a way to go out there and get stuff, right? Then Web 2.0, and I'm just, I'm going to throw out there that it, it, 2004, 2005, this is when it seemed to show up in my world. And this is when we start building content management systems, right? This is when those things start to show up like movable type. This is when you start to get, I don't know if, if MySpace was around then or, you know, some of the personal blogging software though, mm-hmm. like some of those things start to show up. So now we're actually more about everybody starting to create their own content, not just this few people. And also it's when communities start to show up more, mm-hmm. right? So, so you think about web 1.0, as just, we're going to put a bunch of stuff up on the web and you can come find it. Good luck. Right. To web 2.0, everybody can now put stuff up on the web. And e-com is actually becoming a transaction online. Right. I don't know when Amazon started, but definitely it feels like, I mean, I know, I know Netflix was like dropping stuff Mm. and you were getting DVDs from Netflix at the time. And that was a, a transactional where you go on and say, you want to do this. But also you start to find a lot more of the old school bulletin boards like showing up on the web. 
I looked it up. It says 1994. What was? Amazon. Amazon started in 94. That yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah, they, yeah it does. I mean, it'd be interesting to see the evolution, like in 94 mm. with books. And then when do we actually hear about it though? Right, right. right. That, that would be the thing. But then, so we get to, we get to web 2.0. That's also when Facebook is kind of starting to be there. YouTube, mm-hmm. um, things focused on user generated content, user interactions, Facebook hate it or, or, or love it or whatever. That was one of the first major communities I ever got. So oh, yeah, Absolutely. I didn't do the, the MySpace thing. Wasn't a thing for me. Yeah. I was um, too old. For yeah. So, so then it becomes a community. So now we get to web three right now. I know there's technology and all this kind of stuff underlying all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you look at, you look at web one and it's probably just a lot more HTML and, and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You look at web two and we're getting into CSS. We're getting into Ajax. We're getting into these different, um, HTML five. Oh, so that's another thing. Web two, right. Animation. Right. Right. Animation and being able to do these different things. And it's interesting because, you know, people hate flash. Right. But then, and I get it for, for valid reasons. Although I still say it was glorious. It's a big um, part of pushing the industry though. Right. It's, it was a good, it was a big part of the entertainment side mm-hmm. of the, of the enjoyment of the web. Mm-hmm. HTML five kind of allowed that to happen without some of the negatives. Um, and then, and CSS keeps evolving, right? Like web 2.0, you end up with CSS two or CSS three, ah, whatever. Who knows, right? We're not developers. We don't know that shit. Well, you might be, I don't even know what you do. I'm not, anyway. yeah. <laughs> but so, so web two, we kind of get to that. So now we're looking at web three. I think we've been talking about it long enough. Like, we didn't know web two was getting up with HTML five and animation. Not at the beginning, right? I mean, hell, that was just, I don't know how long ago now, but in the last decade, right? Right. You got to look it up real quick. Um, This is the show where we look up stuff on the fly because we don't know what we're talking about. And I think it's great. But yeah, so now we get to Web3, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like we're moving away from community, or maybe this gets put on top of community. But it gets back to the individuals, right? And right. really focusing on everyone's privacy is a big part. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I guess you'd even say the decentralization, like, but but taking out that middle layer, right? And so, so that, I still don't firmly understand it. Well, it's really about empowering the individual. Yeah. And that's where you get your your blockchain and your NFTs and your Bitcoins. These are just parts of it. You know, and and I bet that not all of these will necessarily be the end result. Well, it's it's very, in my opinion, Web 3.0. We're trying. It's kind of like, shall I spin a tail? Anyway, Hmm? nothing. So it's kind of like collecting comic books. Okay. Okay. So the comic books that are worth a lot of money are from a time when no one collected comic books. Right. And now everyone collects comic books. So new comic books aren't worth a shit. Right. So it's worth something because we look back on it and see that it's worth it. We're in this point with web two and web three, whatever, where I think we're trying to claim web three 
but it's not there yet. It's not a thing. Like it's like, cause if you like the description of it is the ultimate goal of web three is to create more intelligent, connected and open websites. I've that's never, one definition. Well, that's my point. I've never read. Somebody else more, will say it's the metaverse, right? I've never read a sentence more full of horseshit than that. Right? right? That's like, that's like some crazy, like corporate brand statement. Like we exist to make the world a better place. Like, okay, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? So I don't know that we're on the side of it yet to where we can say, hey, all these things are Web 3.0, right? Because if you're talking about NFTs, like right. what What in and of itself makes that Web 3.0, right? It, exactly. It's just a part. It's right. just like a... It's like, meh. It's a characteristic. It's a symptom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an illness. No, but it... I think especially, and I don't want to get too far down the NFT thing because I understand it, but I don't understand it. Um, but I think that all gets back to just this idea of those of us on the web have rights. Right. We have the right to our own privacy. We there have the go. right to own things that we create. Mm-hmm. Um, and so NFTs are just a tool. I guess that's the way to say mm-hmm. it. They're right. just a way to say, I own this. Right. Yeah. Can you make copies? Sure. You can make a copy of a Rembrandt. Right. So it doesn't make it the damn original Rembrandt. That's right. It seems like what we're trying to do is take what exists on the internet that isn't real and bring it closer into the real world of existence. So the more we can do that, the more Web 3.0 it gets, right? Isn't that what we're trying to do with NFTs? We're trying to own things that we create on the internet, like you just said. Isn't that what we're trying to do with the metaverse? We're trying to literally put our physical selves into the internet. Like yeah. that, that it would. So it seems like it's that gap between what is, doesn't exist on the internet and what is real. And can we get them together and like exist at the same time? When you just did that, if you did it a third time, I swear to God, there was going to, nope. Ah, yeah. Beetlejuice. I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all of this stuff makes me slow down to think because I want I want to understand it and I don't want to just spew out something like everybody else. Not, not everybody else, but you know what I mean? There's just like so many people riding this wave to say what it is and what it's going to be. Um, I do want, I want to talk about the metaverse for just a second. <laughs> um, to me. Okay. The metaverse is to web 2.0, what I think almost I would even say animation was right. It's that, it's that evolution from going from, 2D, 3D to 3D VR, um, this idea that there are real places that are being created. Um, I know Facebook is investing a ton of money in this, right? There are a lot of people out there investing a ton of money. But I also wonder if it's going to be one of those initial hiccups that we see going into this concept of, I mean, because you look at the underlying technologies, right? Like, okay, instead of Ajax and HTML5 and everything, we're talking about artificial intelligence and machine learning um, and tremendously more power, Mm -hmm. right? Like just in terms of the computing power, but what, what does it mean really? Like, okay. When, when we were able to read books on Kindles, we didn't get rid of books, right? Right. They still exist. Books are still around. When we were able to go into the metaverse to set up our life, yeah, I'm still here. Our real life is still going to be there. When we, <laughs> I when still we have to eat a sandwich. 
Well, that's it, right? I mean, it, yeah, you're not going to NFT a BLT. No. Ooh. Now that's Web 4.0. We're, I'm out. <laughs> what no, is that? But, Star Trek, the replicator? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is the replicator, isn't it? Yeah. I wanted to correct you on that, but I think you were right. Um, I, I guess just thinking about this, the, the shift is from the internet owning the data to the individual owning the data, from the internet owning the rights, copyrights, all of that, to the individual owning the copyrights or trademark or whatever. Right. I think all of that's really great. How does it get enforced, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and I guess right. I haven't studied this, so maybe there's stuff out there on it. Um, mm. If you if you look at blockchain and you look at Bitcoin, and you, you I, I still am not going to feign understanding this stuff, but I think that's because it's in a state of evolution as well. But if you think of that, there's there's still somebody somewhere who's got a a key to the back door, right? Yep. <laughs> and that becomes kind of the underlying concern. And maybe this yep. is how our parents felt about ATM machines at banks. I don't know. I'm sure. Right? I'm sure. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just put in a card and type in some numbers and it gives you cash. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Not going to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You just yeah. put on these goggles and walk around and buy a place? Yeah, what? No, 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 no. I don't think so, right? So so it's. I'm sure there's a lot of evolution and generational stuff mm. where we just struggle with things, but I, I'm down for it. Yeah. I, I want to see all this stuff happen. Um, and the recent crash and again i don't follow the market that much but when it's yeah. loud enough that i hear it <laughs> <laughs> something's happening something <laughs> is freaking happen um and a lot of people are calling for the you know this is the end of it it was just yeah. a little NFTs and bitcoin and but it's not right i mean this is where it has to go and, and even if you look at world events if you look at the war between Russia and, and Ukraine right now and, and where all of that's going, the opening up the entire web, op- allowing people to own their individuality on the web, mm-hmm. that could lift up a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like you, right. I, It's so funny. I was having this conversation. I was like, imagine if that kid who invented the Rubik's Cube, right? Wasn't he Russian, I think? I don't remember, but he had no rights. He couldn't own what he had created. And that thing mm-hmm. becomes a worldwide sensation. And I'm sure that, I hope that at some level, he ended up getting compensated. Does Web3 help somebody like that? NF- NFTs are only for digital. Mm-hmm. Isn't there some way for that to eventually make its way into the physical world? Yeah, and the way that, the way that I'm hearing about it now working is just basically in the format of a contract, right? So that, you know, the NFT itself is the contract and therefore you own a piece of each subsequent contract or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, like you said, it's like, it always comes back to real world enforceability, right? I mean, a real world contract that you sign between two people yeah. and then, sign it it's only as good as your ability to go after the other person when they're in, in va- violation of it right so or, like, or, or retrieval yeah how do you like how do you do that in a digi- it's a friggin' picture like you see this i'm just not going to answer my email i mean it's pretty easy to hide from it well 
And that so could this, be my ignorance of not understanding it. So somebody, I, I was just going to say to everybody listening, these, these, you're listening to two guys who really are just trying to figure it out. Yeah, we're just so we're a probably couple of say a lot of things that are wrong. <laughs> we're probably misunderstanding stuff, but then again, aren't we all just a little bit? And that's not from a defensive posture. It's from a, everything is in a state of constant change right now in the way that this stuff is working and and there is, yeah. is it now the nft winter you remember there was crypto winter and then it came <laughs> back um could be yeah what this is interesting so my brother is about 10 years older than me and i remember stupidly and and folks come at me on this one because i i was dumb to do this I'll i like sold you. all my vinyl i sold all my vinyl well right and not not for a lot of money because right. I had it all on CD. Man, I wish I had all that vinyl now so I could share it with my kids because they want record players, right? They want they want old you know stereo stuff. And so, just thinking about this, my brother, when at first RDO, Spotify, all of these these types of systems. God, I forgot about RDO. RDO was amazing. <laughs> I met the guy who was the basically architected the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He was at one of our events and it, it yep. is one of the heartbreaks of his life. Yeah. I think I had that, one of those dudes speak at a converge. I don't know. You could have. But but know. with my brother, what he didn't like about Spotify or Audible or any of these things was that at any moment somebody could decide you no longer have the right to listen or read or or watch this. Right. The thing you created. Like I, Right. The original creators who do have those uh, patents could have a falling out. The perfect example of this was Prince. When Prince pulled everything from Spotify, like he just woke up one morning in a bad mood and he was like, screw you. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling all this stuff out. Now, luckily, I still had all that music because I was a fan. But but it's one of those things that you think about with Web 2.0 was that you can just you get rid of it. Somebody could just pull it away. That didn't happen often. Right. But here's a here's a lower level here's a lower level issue that a content creator has. Like, let's say you're a musician and your music is on Spotify, and Spotify pays you for each listen. Well, who tells you how many times it was listened to? The same Spotify. people that pay the same people that pay you. That is yeah. a conflict of interest. Yeah, it I mean, is. There's no it's a it's no real like there's no real uh, accounting that happens. You know, like. Other than what they tell you. <laughs> well, other than what they tell you. And I mean, Spotify doesn't really have competition right now, do they? Not really. But I mean, your competition is just getting listens and getting paid, you know? Right. Well, I'm also thinking about TikTok on this because TikTok mm. is definitely starting to launch some stars. Mm -hmm. Like people are starting to get, you yep. know, record deals or, you know, yep, things yep. of that nature because that platform is lifting them up. And I will say that again, you know, TikTok sends payment uh, to creators. I know this because of my daughter. She gets like a few hundred bucks a month. Um, but what do they get, right? So, so, so let's let's say that a Spotify mm -hmm. is kind of the tail end of a Web 2.0. It does have community, although I never really look to see what other people are listening to. Right. I can see how many people listen to a song. I can see yeah. which of my friends that I follow are doing it. You mm -hmm. know, Web 3.0 is about community. It's about this watch. And mm -hmm. I'm part of a running community online, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's part of Slack. And the Bureau is a community. The, this, this is that Web 2.0 stuff. Then in right. Web 
we're still in community, but we each own our own stuff. Right. It no longer belongs to the network. It now belongs to the individual. I think this is the core differentiator. <laughs> yeah, I think right? you're right. You're, you might be right. Because you remember us freaking out when Instagram said they own the rights to the photographs that we upload? Yeah, yep. <laughs> and then we're, we're all going, we're, my photo is going to show up in Times Square on a I giant know. advertisement. <laughs> and I no, won't get paid not. for it. Right. Oh, you wish. And I did, and it didn't. But, but you know, well, I mean, because... that's different. So Web3, we get to decide how it's shared. So can we sell our privacy? <laughs> can I tell YouTube for a hundred bucks a month, you can tell everybody what I do? <laughs> yes. If I buy a couch, are you going to follow me around trying to sell me couches for two months? I just bought happens. one. I've only got one need. Yeah, they're already doing that. Yeah, I know. But, Trust me. But that's the that's the thing, right? The, the other side of it is our laws and you know government regulations and stuff still haven't caught it with Web 2.0, right? They're still painfully oh, right. decades behind that stuff. You know, my my excitement for Web 3.0 is tempered by that, right? So, you know, you're going to use an NFT as a contract. I mean, good luck enforcing that in any other way than a normal contract gets enforced. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how, like whatever. It's not real. Like, honestly, just look at all this, like, Twitter privacy and, you know, freedom of speech issues and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's just woefully behind in terms of regulations and laws. I mean, I don't know how they even fully understand the difference between web 2.0 and web 3.0 from a federal level. Well, they, I mean, they, they still haven't figured out how to tax things. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, this, this, ugh, this is going to get it a little bit off topic, but it's just like points on credit cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The right. Trust me, the government's staying up late at night trying to figure out how do we tax points? Well, they don't have yep. a set value, but you know what? Neither does a dollar. So, and neither does a Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care where you mind it. Yeah. Um, it, all of this, I, I'm just thinking, right? This, this is putting the individual, this is putting the citizen at odds with the government. And it is. that's kind of cool, right? But it also means that we have to make sure Oh man, this I didn't want to get into all this. This I, I would hole. love I would love to get someone on here with us to talk about, talking about. <laughs> this so I could sign off and let you just continue. No, I would like to get someone on here and talk about how it's impacting them as an agency and what types of work they're doing in this space. Um and what interests them or, or what what ways they're gearing their business towards thinking about this stuff. Right. Because that's where that's where it matters for bureau members. Yeah. It's like, where should I point the ship? Like, what's the what's the low hanging fruit to make money doing this? And then what what do they think? Where do they think it's going in five years? And yeah, I don't know enough to do that from a business standpoint other than, hey, let's create some really cool drawings and call them NFTs. Like, that's it. That's all I well, know. I mean, I think about James White a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. like I, know, I know he's made the move into this and his art is Stellar. I wonder, you know, and I'm not saying to get James on the show, but I think reaching I out to could. James to find out. I'm sure we could, but it, but it's it's one of those things that uh, I think you're right. We need to bring somebody else in um, and keep talking about this. But the reality is, 
it's a concept that's going to evolve for a while. It would never stop evolving really, mm-hmm. but the foundation seems to be there. We've been, we've been laughing at and talking about, <laughs> right. Blockchain and Bitcoin and NFTs for a couple of years now. Yeah. It's, it's not new. It didn't go away. Right. So maybe we, uh, it's time to kind of take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I don't want to learn. I don't either. I was kind of looking hard. to retire. Learning is hard, Gene. Gene, <laughs> I know early on I thanked our sponsor, Parallax. I was going to tell you, don't forget Moment to do that. Of silence for thanking the sponsor, Gene. Okay. And uh, yeah, check them out. They do, do good it. stuff for your operations. Yeah. Gene, we need to figure out what we're doing with this show. You know? Probably a good idea. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be thinking about that. We sent a survey out to all of the bureau members, and we've gotten I think just about sixty uh, responses Ooh. so far. Wow! Yeah, wow. to to kind of understand more about where they're seeing the value and what they like, and the podcast ranks at the bottom. I'm sure it does. Yeah. So, <laughs> just wanted to let you know that if we're not back next week, folks, <laughs> it's because we listen to you. <laughs> and if we are it's because totally manipulated that data i'm not going anywhere <laughs> all right gg all right man